every weekday morning from 7. Wake up with Aaron. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great. Only on Red Road. Howard Jones, that is new song. Right now, time for one of the biggest interviews that we've ever done on Red Road FM. The person we are about to speak to had 10 top 40 hit singles in the UK between 1983 and 1986, including six in the top 10. If I mention tracks like that one we just heard there, new song, What Is Love, Hide and Seek, Things Can Only Get Better, it's quite obvious that I am talking about Howard Jones and Howard joins me on the phone right now. First of all, Howard, a big thanks for uh, joining us today. Very good morning to you. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yes, yes, I'm, I'm great, thanks, Aaron. How, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm great, thank you. It's, um, it's, it's a pleasure to, to talk to you. Where in the world do we find you today? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I live down in the, in the southwest of, of England, um, I, yeah, in, um, in Somerset, yeah, that's where I live. So you're in Somerset today? Yes. Lovely yeah. part of the world, lovely part. I was, I was uh, half expecting you to say somewhere like Barbados or, or LA or, or somewhere like that, but Somerset's no. just as nice. <laughs> no, actually, I was, I, was in, um, I was in New York on the weekend because I was doing a gig um, um, out there and um, I got caught in that incredible blizzard, you know, the, um, uh, <laughs> where, where they completely shut down the whole city and there was no traffic on the, on the roads, so you could walk down the centre of the... Of the um, of all the avenues and uh, you know in in the snow it was amazing. Incredible. Uh, so you, you came back from from you, you um, well you say it's yeah. incredible uh, incredible snowstorm over there. So yeah, uh, yeah. but I bet it was quite incredible to witness, wasn't it? Being being over yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was, and it was actually quite difficult to um, to move around. You know, I came in on on the train for I was staying with my friends um, outside New York, and the train was almost completely deserted, and then. You know, got to the station and there's no cabs and um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I finally finally made it to a hotel and then then they kind of shut down the whole city. It was it was quite amazing. Well, I bet you're uh, bet you're glad to be in there. Uh, well, I was going to say that the warmth of, of Somerset, but it's not it's not much warmer over here, but it's uh, certainly a lot warmer than over in New York at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, did um, now obviously you're here to talk about your your uh, February 2016 tour, which we'll get onto in a second. But yeah. um, I just want to take you right back to the very start, if I could. Did you always uh, want to become a singer? Is that something you always aspired to be? Um, I always wanted to be um, a musician, so I started off, you know, playing the piano when I was seven. So, and it was always like pop music I wanted to do, even though. You know, I studied classical music and um, had piano lessons, all that, you know, stuff. Um, but it was always pop music, I, you know, I wanted to do. Um, and I was really, you know, a, a keyboard player. And then I started writing songs and there was no one around to sing them. So I had to start developing my singing myself. So, you know, I was kind of DIY, really. Um, so, yeah, um, always wanted to be a musician and an accidental singer. Uh, uh, excellent. So, who was your uh, inspiration? What what music did you listen to when you were you were growing up? Um, well, I mean, you know, it was a huge variety of stuff because you know my parents were, were Welsh, so they, you know, they they grew up singing at home, and 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 it was just part of their culture. You know, they used to sing and they used to do um, duets at home. You know, not not professionally at all, just just for the love of it. And so I grew up with that, and then my mother always listened to the radio, so we were always listening to the Beatles and the Stones and 
you know when I was very young and and all you know all those all those bands from the 60s um and then you know I got I got into you know bands like um you know yeah, Emerson Lake and Palmer in in, in the 70s because it had an amazing keyboard player in Keith Emerson and and discovered people like Stevie Wonder because he was a keyboard player you know so um really there's just so many influences and it all um you know re really really uh, I, I suppose the things I was really attracted to was things with great melody um, and great sort of um, you know tunes you could um, you could get stuck in your head now of course it was in, in 1983 that you first burst up on uh, the music scene if you like uh, we named a few of your hits before but I was interested to find out have you got a, a favourite track of yours or did they all mean something to you in you know, for all different reasons have you got a yeah. favourite I mean, as you say, you know, they all they all mean something special to me. But you know, if I had to be pinned down <laughs> <laughs> under, a t <laughs> I, I, I would have to be um, hide and seek, which uh, which is probably you know the song that has the most meaning, um, and 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 also the one that I got to play at Live Aid. You know, so so it, it's um, it's it's always been the fans' favourite song. So. Um, you know, I'd have to say "Hide and Seek" would be the one. Absolutely, I was going to, I was going to ask you about Live Red. Actually, how did uh, that performance come about? Did you get approached, or how how did it did it all come into place, if you like? No, no. Actually, what what happened was, you know, there was Band Aid, the single before beforehand, and I really should have been on that, but I just was too busy, you know, um, doing. You know, it was crazy time for me. I was doing promotion everywhere and touring and stuff. And I didn't, uh, I wasn't in the right place at the right time, you know, to be part of that. So when I heard about Live Aid, I was absolutely adamant, you know, to be, that I wanted to be part of it. And so I got my manager to, to you know, get in touch with Bob, uh, with Bob Geldof. And, and even though we were touring um, in the US at the time, um, we said, you know, we definitely want to do it. We'll cancel shows and, and come back and do it. So it was one of those things I, 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 I felt it was a very important Thing to be involved with you know it's an amazing cause and 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 it was something very you know it's right up my street really to be part of that so um made sure that i was going to be you know you know playing at the london um concert absolutely what just explain to us what what was it like walking on stage towards your piano that day what what was it like because obviously there's well, millions was, it, and millions of people yeah. watching i mean i i remember it so clearly because it it obviously it was the most terrifying show you could ever do i can imagine um, yeah i mean not just for me but even though you know it was all the rock royalty were there you know doing gigs but it must have been nerve-wracking for them as well because it wasn't just like a full wembley stadium it was i don't know how many you know a billion people or something watching on tv so i mean i was standing outside of the stage and and phil and phil collins was just finishing his number he said to me look be careful of the piano there's some there's some notes down the bottom end that are sticking you know and so as if i wasn't like terrified out of my brain already i you know i i, I thought oh no i'm going to be playing um you know a piano that's not working properly but anyway I, I i got to the piano and started the song and very nervously and i got to the chorus and then the, the audience joined in you know and it was an amazing uh, uplifting feeling and they they just sang their hearts out and it, after that moment I really felt I could enjoy 
the whole day, you know, it's amazing. Let's talk about the, the, t- the tour then. How would you describe the tour that, that's coming up? How would you describe it all as a whole? Um, well, you know, it's, it's, it's just me um, and, my, um, and my piano. Um, and I get to actually show, you know, the songwriting side of what I do. You know, I mean, a lot of the, most of the gigs I do, you know, are with my band, you know, it's very electronic and, you know, it's very sort of upbeat and stuff. Um, but this, these shows are more about, you know, how I wrote the songs and some of the songs I don't get to play with the band um, that are, you know, more appropriate for the acoustic um, show. And I, I, and I talk about the stories behind them and... Um, and sort of go through the career really, and and and, and explain myself a bit to people. Um, so it's it, it's it's a much more intimate affair, um, and um, and people seem to really enjoy it, you know. So I I don't do it very often, so um, it's a bit of a rare thing for me. But I really I really enjoy it when I you know when I do. Yeah, was your was your last tour in in 2012? Four years ago, was it? Um, well, I did I did a load of. Uh, a load of um, a lot of festivals this uh, this this summer. I uh, sorry, l- last year. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've done an acoustic acoustic. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I mean, the acoustic shows I haven't done since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned before you you didn't you, you don't do them a lot. So what what was no. the the driving force behind making you do? What did you think? Right. Do you know what I'm going to do? 2016. I'm going to decide to do a tour this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I guess it's um, you know, because you know I'm trying to keep it interesting for myself um, and the fans. You know, if you, if you keep doing the same thing, you know, pe- you know, people say, oh, you know, I've I've seen that. So I like to 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 shake it up a bit. And and doing the acoustic shows is a really different take on the songs. You know, you I'll be playing songs that people know. You know, that you, you've heard on the radio, but also. Some songs that you that, that I don't normally get to play. So um, and the fan, you know, the fans really really love that. So um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 also a chance for me to to keep developing my piano playing and, and my singing and and uh, you know, it's a little bit scary going out on stage on your own. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know develops that side of you as well okay i can i can imagine yeah i just wanted to um to share this text with you that was received this morning actually um it comes from one of our listeners um it says um i first saw howard perform at the city hall nearly 30 years ago um and i hope this performance this time around is just as good uh can you please ask um if he'll be bringing uh jed along with him to the city hall this year as well no, no. I mean, Jed, you know, I mean, those, you know, that's a really, you know, Jed worked with me during the eighties, um, and he's still a still a really good friend of mine. In fact, I'm going to his birthday party on Friday, um, so we're still we're still you know good mates. But we, I, you know, I don't I don't do shows now with um with that kind of element in it, um, and Jed's busy doing his his stuff, you know. So, hmm. um, you know, Jed won't be there. No. One person who will be there is it. Uh Elise Yule, is that opinion? Yes. I'm pronouncing that right? Yeah, that's good. Cool. Um, yes, you are, yeah. She is, um, well, she's uh, establishing herself in the uh, yeah. folk scene, isn't she? Uh, yeah. And she performed at last year's Glastonbury as well. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about Elise and what she does in the show? Um, yeah, well, um, Elise is, um, um, you know, a, a friend of mine and a, and, a, and a great young artist that um, I've been sort of nurturing and helping to, you know, get a um, you know, get a start 
um, in you know in music. So I helped her make her first um, EP. She's she's, she's recorded uh, four songs, um, and you know just to get the ball rolling and to send out to Glastonbury and places like that. You know so so she could get gigs and that worked very well. And I've just been encouraging her to do more and more live work, which she's doing. And I thought it would be great to have her along on the tour because you know she's really. Um, fantastic young artist and I'm sure that people will be really uh, you know amazed amazed to hear her so um, yeah and I think it's very important for me to you know because lots of people helped me when I was starting out and it's important for me to re- return the favour with, with other young artists I was I was going to ask you about that actually. If there's anybody listening here today who, is, who wants to become a singer, maybe they're in a band at the moment, or they aspire to become a singer or a musician, what advice would you give? What What's the best piece of advice you could give to break into the music industry? Um, well, that's really that's that's really really good, and I I can only give my sort of humble opinion on that. But what what I've always what I usually say to people is that the thing that you really aspire to do uh, and uh, you know just do it in whatever way you can and what I mean by that is you know if you want to perform in front of people then start off performing in front of your friends in the living room and then you know at a at a party or something you know do a few songs at the party and discover whether you actually like doing it and 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 you you obviously get feedback from from your mates about what you're doing and then you can become better and then, and then, if you really feel that that you're enjoying that, then you know, then then you know, book yourself into a support slot, you know, at a local club, and uh, it's just it's just very important to to not just dream about it, but to actually do it, and and um, and in whatever way you can, and I think that's the key to it, because then you find out if you really want to do it, and if you really like it. And if you do, then you you know then you have momentum to go forward. So looking ahead, then after the tour, what what's next? I know you released uh, Engaged last year. Have you got any more yeah. new music planned? Yeah, well, I've got. Um, I, I've just written a couple of songs for um, a film that's coming out in February. It's called. Um, it's about Eddie the Eagle, and uh, uh, Gary Barlow asked me to write a couple of songs for the soundtrack. And so yeah, um, and it's. Because the film is set in the 80s, you know, I, I, I sort of did these songs in the style of the 80s, so it was really good fun doing it. So there's a soundtrack album that goes with that. And I'm thinking of playing one of them on the tour, actually, because I think it's really important to play some something brand brand spanking new that people haven't heard before. So, um, yeah, that's um, that's what's coming up. And then uh, there'll be an, uh, you know, a new album by the end of the year. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, we, can, we, we can't we can't wait to hear that. I'm sure that'll be be absolutely fantastic. Of course, um, an evening with Howard Jones solo, the songs, the piano, and the stories comes to Sheffield City Hall uh, Sunday, 14th of February, uh, Valentine's Day. Tickets are still available from the box office as well. Howard, um, just uh, finally, a big thank you from me for for coming on and, and talking to us today on on Red Road FM. We do appreciate it. Right, great. No, it's been a great pleasure, Aaron. Thank you very much for having me. All the best with uh, the tour as well, and uh, please uh, come back and, and talk to us again soon. Maybe, uh, maybe before you you release the, your new stuff at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Brilliant. We're going to play your 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 favourite now, Howard. We'll we'll mm-hmm. do uh, we'll do hide and seek on the show if that's all right with you. Oh, fantastic! That's great. Thanks, Howard, Brilliant. for joining us today. Okay. Cheers, Aaron. Cheers. Thank you. Brilliant. Bye bye.